Welcome to the After Hours Sessions podcast. I'm your host, D-Rock, and I am joined by a very special guest, someone who I've been a big fan of for a long time, and I'm so glad that she's coming on. Hopefully, it's the first of many times she's coming on the show, so we'll hope for that, but I am just so intrigued. I think she's one of the best out there, and so I'm just glad to kind of really pick her brain and understand the psychology and and mindset that she goes into to help her do her job so well. So we're talking to the one and only Domina Helena Locke. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you. That was a great intro. Yeah, I try. I I'm try. Gonna keep, I'm going to keep you around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah, you, everyone needs no, a hype man. Hey, you're like a superhero now. That's right. That's right. Hey, I'm I'm here. If you ever need, just let me know. I'll be that hype man for you. You'll we'll sell out. We'll sell out arenas. Even if it's just me and you in a room, I'd be that's like, true. Introduce me. <laughs> hey, please, and I just gave. It's a new kink. Yeah. <laughs> what do you into? I'm into intro kinks. Oh, hey, maybe we might have discovered something here. Who knows? Because I'll be honest. Hype man. I know, right? I just gave you, I gave you like from one to 10, as far as like the energy and stuff, I, I gave you like a five. I could, wow. there's a lot more. Wait, let's show me what a 10 is, please. Okay. Hmm. All right. Only for you. Only for you. So let me get, I got to get worked up here. I got to get the energy going. You got this. You got this. I believe okay. in you. <laughs> <laughs> Only for you. You really do it. You put me on the spot here, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with you one of the all time greats, one of the most badass, beautiful, dominant, dominatrix to ever walk this planet earth. I am just so lucky enough to even get to know her. She is the one, the only, the no one can top her, the one and only Domina Helena Locke. birthday party thing right yeah yeah Some, somebody's turning an age they get they need the hype man intro you know coming out of last year going into this year especially say, yeah especially great. as the, the age goes higher and higher that could be like <laughs> that could be like the the highlight hype, right? yeah the highlight <laughs> of the party then the rest is like but like hey yeah. you had a good intro you know yeah. we'll give him that no, <laughs> this is this is i can already this is the most fun opening to a show i've ever done <laughs> Like hands down, <laughs> hands down. Well, you never know what to expect with me. Neither do I. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes it all the more enjoyable. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I will start with a basic. How have you been with you know all the the craziness that's been going on the past year? How how have you been keeping yourself uh, occupied? Um, <laughs> I think after a while, I just shut the world off. Right. I, uh, I think that was the best for me. I like turned off the news. Um, I barely watch any TV these days. Um, and, and there was like even a while, like I kind of like, even now to now, like I don't even 
I'm kind of particular about like social media now. Mm -hmm. Um, just because just, you know, we have like, we're like so consumed with, Oh shit, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next that we just, um, forget to be present. So, um, I just try more to be present and work on myself and keep myself busy and not get caught up in the what ifs and just live and be as happy as possible. Yeah, no. And that's, that's, that's awesome because it's like, when this first broke, everyone that was people were saying this is the time to do this, like to really kind of be grounded and like kind of reinvent yourself and to be present. And I feel like certain people did it, but then a lot of people found it kind of even harder than, you know, pre COVID when things were open. But I, I agree. I think it's just, yeah. this is the well, it's time. a lot of lessons. It's like, you, if, if you're aware, like, you know, cause you said like, you know, it's, and it's hard for people to ground in uncertainty. Right. right. Because like, how do you ground when you don't understand what to do? So it's uh, there's a lot of lessons learned. I think, you know, COVID taught a lot of I mean, the, you know, let I mean, COVID the situation, not COVID the disease. Right. 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 <laughs> but the situation is teaching people a lot like, oh, crap. What is what does life mean to me? What's what is happiness? What you know, what do I find joy in? Because like everybody just had to go, go, go. And now it's like. Oh, here I am. I got to be present with myself, or I, I have to sit in silence, or I have to just kind of isolate, or 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 do whatever. And you know, so now they're they're faced with themselves, mm -hmm. and they have to answer a lot. You know, and then you got to answer a lot of questions when you're faced with yourself. Now, are you someone? Is it a struggle for you mostly to like to be present, or is that something that you're? No one's perfect at it, but like, right. I think you, everybody goes through that struggle. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it, and, and that's kind of something that I do focus on in my, in my sessions a lot, because like, we're in this instant gratification, because still, even with like, hey, we're here, nothing to do. But what do people do? They jump on their social media, or they do this like distraction kind of thing. Um, and so we, we disassociate. And, uh, and so like, when people come in for sessions, you know, the main thing I, you know, and I noticed too, because they're like, you know, they're, they're excited and, 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 you know, they're fantasizing and they, they have these ideas and these kinks and, and all this stuff. Well, you know, and your kinks and your fetishes are great, but it's a form of release. And if you're thinking about, you know, a, a internal release, not, you know, a, yes. you know, you know, necessarily sexual, just like internal, just like ugh, being able to breathe again. But when you're thinking so far ahead of like, what's next, what's next, what's next, you're not present to in order to get the full, like, system release of like mind body and soul so um a lot of times i just i sit with them and uh you know sometimes it's just like you know i'll come up with my like because like a lot of times i'm wearing like a bodysuit so like the first part of my you know chest is bare so sometimes a, a just up against their bare back and i'll put my hand you know on the over their chest and i'll do synced breathing and that kind of puts them into um more of a little bit more of a meditative state so then they're just present and then they're just focusing on their breathing and they're sinking you guys are also it's also the top and the bottom is sinking together right because right. there should be like this synergetic exchange um and that allows people to kind of come back to themselves a little bit which you know people just a lot of times you forget how to be present in your body because you're just thinking 10 things ahead and it's it's natural so you're 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 either you're you're partly living in a future state and then you're partly holding on to a past state of either regrets shame guilt or what have you so i just want to get them focused right on the 
present state so they can release the past and kind of like the future. So mm. energy sh should just flow, right? right? Because the more abundance you have is just energetic energy flowing. And that's been kind of like my new, my main focus is just like, how, how do I flow energy? And how do I, you know, clear out what people need to release of what like what no longer serves them? And how do I teach them to harness that energy into like your their everyday life and, and, and to push forward in the goals, because that, they're like, releasing all that stagnant energy and they're bringing in the lighter, um, lighter, higher frequency, like energy, that's going to give them that momentum and in, into everyday life. Wow. Well, that's that is really awesome and, and important because I is making me think about like, and I feel like as I've gone on in sessions with either, you know, session wrestling or dominatrix, as the time I, you know, my first one was 2012 that I ever did. But as time yeah. goes on, it's been that because sometimes it's a good like that rush you feel, which is why I know I love it so much is yeah. every time I, I go when I'm like, all right, it's like the day you're excited. Not like it's a good of nervous course. energy. So like I love that feeling, but I can look back and even see, as I've gotten better with it, you, the mind is racing of like the things you got to do and, you know, and yeah. and now is that something do you see a difference with people who maybe have been going to sessions or going to sessions with you more frequently, does that get a little bit easier or is it the same across the board, even with like new people or someone who's been going for a while? I think it's, a, I think it's the same across the board in the sense that, Oh my gosh, like I just reconnected back to myself. Like, I mean, you know, and, and that's great to have that excitement energy and everything going into it. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, right. That's just like, you should have things in life that you look forward to and you're super excited about but you should also have a, you know, times here and there where you're just present in your body and you're in that, that, uh, the now state. And you know, the reason why it's that important, cause I just, I want to push out, you know, what you don't need anymore. And I want to like bring that intensity, whether it's just verbal intensity or something that's physical intensity or even just a foot fetish, you know, right. I want to, you know, I want to get you to that elevated state in that presence now. So we can just, you know, literally flush out what, what's, what's, you know, all that stagnant um, energy to where you're just like, Oh, I can breathe again. Cause I let go of all that freaking stress and all the responsibilities and, you know, maybe even not being the person that, you know, um, they've had to be a person for everybody else and, um, you know, not for themselves. And it's, it's a part of bringing them back to themselves. Right. So yeah. I want to, I want to have them connected back to themselves so they could just flush all that out. Um, and then just be like, feel like lighter and, you know, have that kind of like, you know, serotonin release and, you know, just get into that, you know, and the dopamines and all that. And they just are like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go face everything I have to yeah. go face again, you know, and, it, Absolutely. and it's important. It's important. And, um, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's something that we should be constantly working on within ourselves and it's just moving energy. And that's, that's really all it is. Mm. But your sexual energy is like so vital. It's, yes. it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really the, everything that we're, we're made from. Right. And, and I think we just got into this like social programming and this paradigm of like, the main aspect of sex is procreation. Yeah. But it's not necessarily true. It's creation, right? Right. So creation is a lot of different things. 
So creation is like your goals and your, you know, what you want to do in life and just who you are as a person, you're constantly in, in a creation mode. And so it's, it's so much more than just that. And, you know, it's a, it's really, it's everything that you need. No, <laughs> so, no. I mean, so I just, I, I, you know, I like to get people to think about like their, the, even just vanilla sex or kinks or fetishes or whatever the case may be, just think about it as a different level and really what, you, what can you manifest? You can, you can manifest so much from it and you can go out and conquer so much from it. And you have so much personal power, whether you're a submissive or you're a dominant, it doesn't matter, but you're so, it, you know, you know, you, there's so much power in being a submissive, you know, there's mm -hmm. so much, you know, it's just that interpersonal power and you're just stepping into that power of who you are supposed to be. So that's what I want to get them to step into the power of who they are as a person. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Fast. Cause there's, so are you going to change your hype, your hype thing for me now? No, 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 no. It's, um, it's, it's, it's honestly the, you said so many things that are like, leading to like so many questions that are so interesting oh, and fascinating yeah. like so no the hype i am yours always so <laughs> that's you got it that's that's i'm looking that's that's my that that's my job so you know i'm i am the hype man for you so don't worry about that that's secure <laughs> but <Please>. it's <laughs> you know just i mean but just like even tease and denial you know tease and denial is so great you know because it builds up that frustration right so you're frustrated mm -hmm. you're frustrated you're frustrated, frustrated and then you have and then you got to freaking at some point let it go so then just shh, everything just leaves your body so it's like just building up that intensity to that point of where it's just like it's got to go somewhere and then they finally just you know fuck it and just let it all go and that's right. the point you know it's the same as like when you're getting like corporal done on you it's like it's building it's building or you're an athlete and you're trying to like get through this one you know part of life or not part of life but part of the event or whatever and you're like breaking down mentally and physically and but that little part of your mind is like just go 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 and all of a sudden you, you hit that euphoria because you just you've let it all go and you were able to get it to the you know the finish line or whatever it is for that thing right now there, here's and i'm hopefully I can phrase it the right way for you, this question, but a lot of times you hear people say, you know, I'm a dom, I'm submissive, or I'm a switch. Um, uh -huh. Do you think that, and I know I've met people who they, they know what they say, they know what they are, like they know it. Yeah. I'm not saying that, that they don't, but do yeah. you think that for, no matter what you say you are, like dom or submissive, you need to spend, uh, I don't have like a timetable, like some time being the, that opposite one to truly understand the roles or do you think people can just be like i know i'm submissive boom or i know i'm dominant boom and and that's it or should they do like getting time to know that opposite role to truly understand the the dynamics better um some people yes some people no um i didn't you know i did start off in the dungeon however i i started off as as a top um i i I do have a masochistic side and I didn't realize that until a few years into me, you know, being a top, you know, it makes mm -hmm. most sense. I, I always think that pretty much every athlete has a masochistic side. That's my personal belief, you know, because you're, you push through pain and, you know, and all this stuff. That's interesting. So it's, it's every time I find out somebody is an athlete and they're like, I don't like pain. I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably do. And then we kind of, and then it's just the way you go about it. You know, it's just the way you go about it. And then they're like, Oh, I do like pain. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Um, 
that's the majority of of what I found. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I, again, I do have a masochistic side. I, I, you know, with, with trusted players, I I have, you know, played with that, but, you know, they know that they're not, you know, they're not doming me in a submissive way. They're just trying to get me to that level of release in a masochistic way. And I think, you know, sometimes, people think oh you're just a top and a submissive well no there's there's many different layers to what we do not everybody just falls into the submissive category you have submissives you have you know then you have like service submissives and then you have like fetishes and and then you just have kinky people and then you know you have your masochists and you know a lot of times like you know some of the heavier masochists they just want to get brought to that level you know right um where they can release that um but so for me i think if 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 for me personally, if I would have, you know, started in, in something that was uh, where you had to be a submissive and stuff like that, it, my personality, it wouldn't have worked. Okay. Um, I, I would have been like, yeah, no. You know, like, I mean, some of like the higher protocol, like submissive stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> 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 Right. You know, I, you know, I had like, you know, I had very um, strong-minded men and, you know, in my family. And so I was always, you know, I was like, uh, you know, I was always back talking and no and this and that, you know, right. so it just, it, you know, it wouldn't have worked, you know, I mean, somebody would have had a, been very smart in how they would have approached me and maybe it would, you know, they would have been able to kind of get me into that psychological trance, but it's, um, you know, I just, I, gosh, it's just, it's so funny because BDM, I feel like it's just so vast and you it try is. To like, you try to like narrow it down into this one, you know, aspect and it just, it just, it's just, you can't, you know? So I, I feel like, you know, it's like I'm putting people like on this personal journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like a, like, you know, like some of us, like we'll say like, you know, like a journeyman or like, uh, you know, a shaman or whatever the case may be. That can give maybe people a different perspective of how to look at it because they're going into the subspace and then you're trying to like dig around in their, you know, their brain and seeing what, you know, how, how do they function and where do they, and where do they need to be pushed a little bit more and where do they need to be drawn back and, you know, um, and so you're just, you're taking them on this, on this journey. Um, so it can be definitely super, uh, super psychological and super spiritual as well, you know, cause you're just, you're shifting through energy. Right. Now, was that always, cause like sometimes you hear the example of like that person who was like this, this CEO, they run their own business every day like during the day. So when in their sex life or they meet with a dominatrix or wherever, um, they want to be submissive. So for you, it was kind of like, it wasn't that flip, like your, your day-to-day personality carries into like, whether you're a dom or yeah, into your sex life. Yeah. Um, my, um, I don't know, like, I, I always say, cause so, cause so funny. Cause like I'm on these dating apps and I, you know, and I'm pretty honest about like, I don't give out, you know, my stage name, but I, you know, I'm pretty honest about like, you know, what I do is like, Oh, right. dom, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh, uh, you know, and, and everyone, and, and I went through this phase and these guys are like, oh, so uh, you're going to call me daddy. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, so that's a challenge. I go, it's not a challenge. That's a boundary. I'm not going to call you that because it does nothing. And, you know, trying to explain to them, I was like, that's a sexual like preference. People get off on calling somebody daddy. I'm not, I don't, I'm not that person. I don't give up. Now I do like being 
heavily manhandled during sex. So I like a very like assertive guy, but you know, it can also be where they, we would flip back and forth before, because like I said, you just have like kinky people or you have like masochists or, or stuff like that, you know, right. You know, like I've come across guys that are just like, yeah, I do have a, you know, heavy, like face sitting, you know, fetish and, you know, um, or foot or, you know, and I love, you know, having sex with, with, with like, um, with fetishes too because i can just tease and torment them yeah. you know uh, because i'm an internal antagonist you know but uh, you know so i always say you know hey i kind of like a level level playing field because you know if, if it's something where they just like want like a dom and a submissive well then you can just book a session because like, yeah you know, at a certain point like i just have these personal needs and you know so i always like you know i like a little playing field but like i love playing with you know if, if they're kinky and they're open to that i love playing with that um but like, if it's something where they, you know, have like, you know, these super higher desired sexual needs, well, you know, I, you know, submissive needs, like, that's probably not going to work out for me at this stage in my life. Because like, you know, I just have these personal, <laughs> right. I have personal needs as well. Absolutely. Like, you know, feel like I'm working, you know, that's gonna, you know, it's gonna take away from it. And, you know, and, and sometimes you get some people and, you know, you can see some things in them. And, you know, you know, you're, you're building this, like, you know, casual sexual relationship and you can see some things in it and it might naturally gravitate to where you do some things because it's like that, you know, cause there's, you know, the, our job is really fun when you have the right people and you have the right players and it's the right energy exchange playing with people is so much fun. Um, that sometimes when you see like, Oh, I know what you want. I know what you need. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's kind of that. And you know, that my internal antagonist, you know, will, will come out, but you know, they're like, you know, I've, I've had some people they're like, oh, you're, so you're dominated. So I get, so I get stuff for free. I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> you, you don't. And we're not going to go down that road because like, you know, and, and, you know, and, and the thing is too, everybody thinks that, you know, you're a dominatrix, you want that lifestyle all the time. We're like, no, you know, right. that's not necessarily true. Now, has it been, how has it, have you found like when you've like gone on dating apps or just dating in general, like, mm -hmm. Now, no one, you know, I always believe until you actually, until you do what someone's doing or gone down that road, they no one will fully understand. But has it been, have you found people who at least have a good understanding of what you do? Like, and not just saying, oh, you're going to call me daddy. Like, but they understand in like in a respectful way or, or like a, a semi-educated way of like your profession. Um, I think some, it has like a really... I think, you know what I found? I feel mm -hmm. like the younger guys get it a little bit more than the older guys. So when you say uh, younger, like what what's I'm like age range? 20, like I would say like from the 20s to like mid 30s. Okay. Like I feel like they can grasp it because maybe it's the porn that they grew up on or it's become a little bit more mainstream since then. Like with some of the guys like in their 40s and going on up, unless they're in they're into that or they've been really open sexually. Like, I, this one guy would, I was like on and off dating and I was like leaving one morning and he was like, oh, so, um, what's your day look like? Oh, I'm like, oh, no, I just gotta go do some work. And so he goes, what does that mean for you? <laughs> he, goes, oh. he goes, I just, you know, what does that mean? Because like, oh. he was just like, you know, and he's like a banker guy. And he was like, just trying to like wrap his head around it all the time. And, he, you know, and he saw my Instagram and all this stuff, but it was just funny because he's like, I... Yeah, I'm just still trying to like, well, I got some online stuff. I got a, you know, a lot of admin work. Right, you know? right, right. And he was just always like, oh, what is, and he was like, I'm just, 
yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) It was just so, it's just so fun. I mean, like sometimes it's just so funny because like he just couldn't, he couldn't wrap his, I mean, and and he was very open-minded, but he just couldn't wrap his mind. Like, why does she do all day? Like, I don't just, I just don't understand. And and that's why, because I can only imagine, because I know for me as someone who, goes to the session i'm the the i guess the the customer and i don't i don't have any like friends or family who understand like not understand yeah i guess understood like Uh who did it so it was they were always like what is you explain it and then it'd be like a week or two later so really what is it and so like i can only imagine on your end like you're getting questions like that like so like and you explain it like well what do you do really like that's like you know like really like that like like where's like like no like what do you do and it's like no this is this is my job this is what i do so that's why i can only yeah imagine and like yeah how to navigate that world yeah i mean it's funny and like and and sometimes i'm a little bit of brat like i always start off with the word pro dom because the majority don't know doesn't know what that means and then you can tell like some of them are, are googling really fast and they'll come back with me they're like so are you looking for clients or like <laughs> what do you like what do you want from me because you know you, you get you do get a lot of people like catfishing or you know they're trying to get people to buy their own like you know whatever through the dating apps i'm like no it's just my personal life it's you know it's a level playing field i you know um not looking for you know you to be like a submissive to me or anything like that then you'll you'll see something like well you know i wouldn't mind exploring i'm like okay well that's cool but and then like you know like one guy was like he still couldn't um and he goes so what do you do again i go well still pro dom like earlier in the conversation (laughs) 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 i go it's a dominatrix and and then like and then i get a message today on the dating app he goes so I'm still not satisfied with the explanation of what you do. And I'm thinking, well, Jesus, <laughs> yeah. we're dominatrix. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, so it's just, it's just frustrating because like, sometimes it's like you meet really cool people. And then sometimes it's like a, a barrage of a million questions. Um, where it's just like nonstop. Like, you know, one guy was like, well, what if, what do you love? Do you like what they do? I go, I love what I do. And they're like, well, what if you come across somebody with bad hygiene? <laughs> <laughs> like well because you never come across somebody in bad hygiene in your regular job like, yeah yeah you know, you know what i mean it just it is like oh well you know that typically doesn't happen uh it's kind of considered a luxury but you know it's like so people generally do take care of themselves mm-hmm. but you know it's like i don't have to do anything i don't want to do and he's like oh well, what, if, what if you don't find them attractive well you know, it's not about looks yeah <laughs> like you know it goes to you know it's, it's, it's kind of it can be a form of therapy and they're like oh okay well, yeah, cause I think in, in one sense, everyone, because that's also something that I know when I talk to, like, I guess, yeah, I can call them, like, vanilla, like, whether it's friends or family, like, like you know, they can't rap. I think the biggest part for me, it might be different for you, but, like, the fact that, like, yeah, there's not sex involved. That was, yeah. like, the mind. And so I, I wonder, like, they assume it, it has to be sex. Like, it has to be, like, yeah, like, there just has to be. And it's like, no, it's not like yeah it's sexual but it doesn't mean sex but like they, they people it's all the time i can't understand how you do that stuff and then you don't have sex and it's like yeah well that's why it's not for you that's why i was just well, like, I'm like, <laughs> just be like well you know every people go to a you know a, a, a therapist or a doctor and they don't necessarily have sex with them but yeah you know, <laughs> there's an exchange of services whether it's verbal or you know physical or, or whatever the case may you know may have but yeah, it's, 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 it's funny to like, 
you know, people get like connotations in, in their head. Uh, All the time, it's, yeah. It's a it's it's a funny world out there. Now, I've, I've you know, because from going being like a, I guess you know, myself doing them and then talking to people on the podcast, and let me try to say this the right way, because like, let's take with the the podcast, like I do this one and another one, and mm-hmm. it's a balance, and I'm, I feel like it's always can improve, but I'm I see I'm working on it and getting better with it where you care so much about it. Like, so you want to do a great job with every guest, with every topic and like, cause you care, but then like nothing's going to be perfect. And we're always our biggest critics. So I never asked anyone like, like, is that a balance? Cause like just hearing you talk and knowing like as a fan, knowing about you, a, how you know how much passion you have and how much you care about giving a great experience every time is there a balance where like, cause you know, that could burn anyone out, whatever they love. Like if they're putting so much yeah. pressure, like to be great all the time, they're like perfect. Is there like a balance? Like, was that ever a struggle for you to like? Oh yeah. You know, definitely. And you know, it, it, it's funny too, because like I'm really tied into, and I think it's anybody who's like, you know, any form of like, you know, people might hate, you know, some people might hate the terms of it, but it's still like a service provider, you know, right. whether, whether you're spiritual, like, you know, cause I, I work a lot with the spiritual community. So, you know, I have like a spiritual, like life coach and, you know, and things of that sort, um, you know, and, uh, it, when you're, when you're in a position where you're constantly giving, 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 giving to people, you know, um, you know, that can create a burnout because you're not getting your cup fulfilled. Right. Right you're constantly giving. And so I had, um, I had gone through a bunch of like, you know, the past few years, a bunch of personal stuff. I had gone through a divorce and it was really tough on me and, mm. and just things like that. And, and I, you know, then I, you know, kind of, uh, I would, prior to that, I was like, when my dad passed, I, I was very angry when he passed. And so it was like, I kind of became more of an atheist, even though it's always been like higher consciousness. When right. I went through my divorce, I, I, I became spiritual again and I started working with all these different healers and I got certified in energy work and and all that. And then, you know, um, and so, you know, when you're going through like divorce, you're dealing with that and then you're dealing with whatever the, you know, whatever mess comes with it, with that. And then you're trying to work on your own healing and then you're working and then, you know, you're giving to others. And I think like when the pandemic hit, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, when June came around, I was like, you know, fuck this, fuck that, <laughs> fuck, yeah. fuck off, fuck everyone, you know? Yeah. And, and because I had be, I was like, you know, I was, um, had been everything for everyone and, and, and then been like, there, and even for myself that I didn't even want to be anything for myself. Like I just, just didn't want to be anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I started that like kind of in June and I was just like, I didn't answer emails, you know, that readily. And, it, you know, maybe at that point wasn't the, the very best financial decision, but I just, I didn't want to be anything to anyone. I didn't even, but mainly I didn't want to be anything to myself. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be, and, you know, I went down to Mexico a couple of times and, uh, and I just was like, everybody's like, anytime you wanted to go on a trip, I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it costs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the answer is yes. And, um, you know, and I just kind of like, started being but I started kind of playing and, and, it, and it really kind of goes back to like that you know the the energetic flow and so you have to, you do have to find the balance and that's what all of 221 is for me is like working but also understanding the balance and yes, yes. you know and um 
and so like how how do like what are some of the things I, I i do to take care of myself so i know in the mornings like i drink like 34 ounces right away with water and then i've been like researching a lot of like i getting i got out of like my meditation practice so i'm getting back into it and i try i'm like i'm trying to like go straight from my bed into the meditation practice because you're in more of a theta state so your theta state is like your dream state and that's where like when people get into like subspace and stuff like that you're uh -huh. going into a theta state and your theta okay. state deals with like your subconscious and your programming and so that's where like you can you know you help people release stuff and 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 you help so so you can really start to heal your body and your mind and and change and and change your whole focus on how you want for the world that you want to create for yourself so um that's been like you know, kind of like my focus this year. And then I, you know, there was a while like, and I had gotten out of my gratitude practice. And so like, I, you know, focus a lot of, on the gratitude and then I focus a lot on the working out again um, and getting really disciplined about that because again, it, it boils down to your, your, your you want to constantly be moving energy. And right. so that's why it's great for people to constantly be, in some ways be busy, but yet also have that meditation where you can learn to release and the stress because you have to have that energetic flow. So as much as you're giving out, you have to make sure you're bringing back in. Absolutely. So it's, it's learning that balance of giving and receiving, which is, it's not easy, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's definitely not easy. Nobody gave us a blueprint to take care of ourselves. So no. we really like have to learn to take care of ourselves. Um, and so, and, and I saw, I see it so much, like even in the spiritual community and stuff like that, you know, these people are just burning out because they're, they're, they're giving, 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 but we have to learn, you know, how to bring in as much as we give out. No. And, and I appreciate honestly, not just as the podcast host, but as someone who has for all the past 10 years, my day job being in like the service like yeah. it, it's it's it is a lot and it's uh, always a constant battle of trying to understand and like you know nothing's ever going to be 100 percent perfect but to find that balance and you you know you care you know you want to help especially when you know the job dealing with mental health or drug and alcohol and now yeah with my job with like helping the rehouse the homeless so like you, you know you care and so you don't want to you never like because to me it's always that battle of like i don't want to ever seem like heartless like oh well it's all mm -hmm. i can do whatever but it's like you have to find that way like you're not superman you can't do everything for everybody even yeah though you want to help everybody you don't want anyone being in all out on the street but yeah you well you know i, I thought so much yeah i i know what you're coming from because i've gotten in that trap with people too it's like people who are naturally giving people but what i've learned to understand is like you can give people a format and just be like okay here here are your options Right. These are, this this is what's in my tool house to give you. These are my tools to give you. And here's and here's, you know, a list of what you can go by. Because really at the end of the day, people don't feel as satisfied until they've accomplished something. They might need a little bit of a mental support system, somebody going like, you know, you got this, you can do it. But ultimately people have to do it on their own. Absolutely. Um because they're just never gonna understand it. They're never gonna, you know, appreciate it. And, and you know, they don't, you know, it doesn't become more of a bonded situation for them until they actually take the steps to do it on their own. So, um, you know, and, and then, then, you know, you think about that's what a therapist does. So a therapist sits there and they go, okay, so you did this and this and this, and they're like, okay, so have you tried looking at it at, at this way? Right. So maybe you're just giving somebody a different perspective shift so they can go out and do the, the thing themselves because nobody can do anything for you. 
but what the, what happens as givers is they get stuck in that format because you know they they love empowering people and they love seeing people succeed and so like you know they want you to do good because ultimately that energy comes back to you right right it makes you feel good that you've seen somebody else do good um but they can also get caught in that trap of well, shit, I'll go do this for you. I'll go do this for you. And then somebody sit back and be like, so sweet. You know? like, right, right. And, you know, and then they don't really appreciate it. And they, they lose it as soon as you give it to them, you know, mm-hmm. because it's not something that, you know, that it's, it's not tangible that they've actually worked on it and, and brought in for themselves. Which, you know, because it's what you're doing is such like your job is such a being a giver. But people may not look at that or see that right away. But like, yeah, that is what so like. It, it's you're I know you're coming from experience and I know you to probably and maybe I'm wrong but to want to do what you're doing being a, a pro dom and to also last in it and be successful as you are you have to be a giver probably to to yeah. want to do it right you know like yeah I mean I know I, I I feel like I noticed that most pro doms who are really into what they do, um, you know, have a natural nurturing side in, in some aspects or another, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you're, you're coming to somebody, they're not really judging you, you know, they're kind of saying, you know, what, what are, you know, cause it's so funny because, you know, you guys will come in and be like, Oh, it's whatever you want to do mistress. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get that. But like, what facet can we play? Like what's our parameter that we can play in? And then, and then I'll choose what you need kind of from, you know, that range. Right. But you know, it's like, I still need like an outline of what you can and can't do or what you gravitate to where, or what, you know, what's your mindset. Um, so that's what you're looking at when you're, when you start to play with someone is, you know, what's your mindset and how can we, you know, take you to that next level. So, you know, I've, I've always known on like the other end of like playing it out and finding what your boundaries are and what like you like to try and explore when you're with the dominatrix and what you don't, is it kind of like, what's that process for you? Like, I guess like when you're like getting into this of finding what you're comfortable performing, doing like naturally, what maybe takes some time to like get comfortable doing and what's kind of like off your, like, no, that's just not for me. Like no offense to anyone who is willing to do that, but I'm not comfortable doing X, Y, and Z. Like, how do I find that out? Yeah. Like, yes, yes. Like kind of like, like to like like how'd you find out like what you're comfortable doing like like you know when someone goes on your website and sees like what your what like types of like services like you offer mm-hmm. like yeah, how did I, you I kind think... of figure out like where you're comfortable doing what you're doing? Um, I mean, like I you know I I think I'm kind of like the person. Well, I'll give something a few shots and see what I like. Um, you know, there's probably some things that you know I maybe don't. Like, I'm not really into it for me personally, like adult, uh, adult baby, adult, adult diaper. Um, right. Like I, I could do some role playing where I'm like the mean drunk, you know, mommy, because I do like role playing. Um, and I'll, I'll get into the character and I'll like, I'll do like, I'll say quirky and weird stuff and, you know, get into, get, you know, domestic like role play, like that's fun. But, you know, the actual like changing the diapers and stuff like that's not really in my, you know, wheelhouse it just doesn't do anything more like um i'm more about bringing somebody to that you know heightened emotional level but uh, you know so i i would think that's the only thing i could think that's like super super hard limit most things i will give it a shot like a couple of times and see how it kind of plays out because it can also just kind of depend on the player and the chemistry between two people right because 
it's like anything else in life. You know, some, you know, two people can play great together and then another, you know, then you take that one player with another, you know, top or bottom and it just doesn't work out because maybe the chemistry is not there. Mm-hmm. So there's n- nothing wrong on each, you know, person's side. It's just, you know, you're, you're trying, it's like a relationship, you know, you're trying to find somebody that you connect with and bond with on a certain level. Um, but, you know, I think like, like I said, it, it, it always takes like a, you know, a few tries for me to kind of see, you know, what I like and what I don't like. I think, um, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open-minded and, you know, I, I, I was just like, well, you know, I'm not going to leave this life, um, saying, you know, I, I didn't try everything, right, <laughs> right. you know, I, I just, you know, especially, you know, once you, I think even too, like, once you kind of go through like, just like divorce or the stigma of this job or, you know, you just get to a point where you're like, yeah, fuck it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. You know, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you know, like, you know, I'm gonna do everything I want to do. And if it doesn't really kind of fit in the mold and, you know, like, you know, or, or I'm going to dom the way I want to dom. And if it doesn't quite fit into the, the, you know, the classical characteristics and, you know, that's okay. You know, because I'm also like incorporating, you know, a lot of like, uh, you know, uh, energy work into it and, and, and there are a few doms that that do do that you know I'm, i don't think i'm like the only one mm-hmm. but um you know it's it's been a, a big journey of me to like learn a lot about energy work and how to shift energy into you know the people and uh really just in, in, in finding ways to empower them um has been it's really kind of a i think that's changed a lot with me in the past year and a half to two years is like because it's also a big learning process for me and right. stuff that I've been like healing within myself and you know because uh, the main three things that we carry you know that humans tend to carry themselves and it's like the lower bri- vibrational emotions is um, shame guilt and fear right mm-hmm. um, and that's really you know that really sucks to carry that stuff around in your life because it uh, you, you know we're our own worst enemies and we beat each other up and so if we can get into more of a state of like you know, not woo woo, but like love, you know, and gratitude and stuff like that, you know, we can release that and we're just a happier being all together. And so it takes time to, to learn how to shift out of releasing those emotions because like they just bring people down and I'd rather, you know, uh, help people to, um, like learn, you know, but learn, you know, the tools to, to let go of that. And then, so they can step more into their own personal power. Absolutely. And that can be done a lot through (laughs) (laughs) kink and, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, you know, everybody has their own form of release, you know, and, um, you know, some people are more kinky inclined and some people, they just need to go to that demented, you know, space. And, you know, it's, it's just a form of release and it, you know, it's, uh, it gets them on so many different levels and, you know, there's not one, you know, clear way, like, there's a lot of things that help me to get you know, release. And, you know, it's some of it's through kink and some of it's, and, you know, actually, a lot of it's through sex, like sex is so grounding. Sex is yeah. so grounding. And I just and, and, you know, besides just kink, you know, I really just, you know, like to work with people and, and their sex lives, because like, I just I think it's so grounding. And I think we miss so much important stuff of just knowing how to harness energy and sex. And so I just want this, you know, like hopefully change this, you know, be one of the people to help change some of the stigma that how people view sex and kink and stuff like that. Absolutely. No, that's, and that's a, I couldn't agree more. That's a big reason 
why you know Hans and I had talked and he convinced me to like you know do the the this podcast is because it is such a awful stigma and it's so yeah. misleading and I know him and I have talked on the show and off the air you know about personally about growing up and having to deal with that and having to feel so like an outsider because yeah. we liked session wrestling and we liked you know femdom stuff and people yeah. kind of making you just feel and like you just kind of hiding it and feeling with that 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 shame you, yeah and you feel like weird and you right. feel icky and you know like you know and even the, like you know sex workers we go through that and that's those are not great emotions to carry around and and why should i feel that way you know like you know it it, it we just shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't like, I just, I hate to see that. And, you know, it's definitely something I did struggle with for a long time. And, you know, just carrying the stigma, like, oh shit, you know, I don't really, and sometimes I don't tell people what I do because I'm just not in the mood to have like the million questions, but right. for more, you know, more and more reason, like I, I, you know, I do tell like, especially like if I go to like spiritual classes, they're like, what do you do? I was like, um, I work in adult film and I'm a dominatrix. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> and then yeah. next thing you know, like somebody comes up to me like, so like I have my, you know, and then because people have always divulged their sex lives to me. It's, it's been something that since I was young and, and I don't know why, but they just always have. And so, you know, obviously it's, it's probably, you know, something that should be, you know, it's the line of work I, you know, should be in. But it's just like, why do, why don't like, and I grew up in a super conservative family. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't have sex to your marriage, you know, the typical Christian family. And, you know, that was, you know, and, but if somebody was to say like, oh, you know, she's doing this and this, they're like, oh yeah, like, of course, <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> makes perfect sense because it's like, I've always been like the oddball in the family or the one that was like, you know, like curiosity killed a cat. And so like, there she goes. Oh, that's her. She's going off and doing that again. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, so. yeah, I, I think I relate and I don't know if it's exactly the same reason with you or maybe it's similar, but. Because I came same like really strict like you know Christian background, but it's um it it was a they being the oddball, but also for me it was knowing that feeling of being judged and feeling like the outsider for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, I consciously and subconsciously never wanted to make others feel that way. So even if I don't, I didn't bring up the topic of sex. Yeah. Other people would say it, and I and I used to wonder why. And then I think because they just felt like you're not going to judge me, you're not going to make yeah. me feel weird. And and I bet like even before like you know you got into this as growing up, you you didn't make people feel judged or like looked down on. No, you know, yeah, you know, and and, and it's just like you know, and, and then that and you know sometimes just even talking about it is a sense of release because then you're just like, ugh. Yes. Kindred spirit. You know, I just can, I can let that go. That's off the top of my head. You know, like, you know, I just, I feel better. Sometimes people just like talking about it. Cause like, I'll just, I'll get, you know, people that'll call me on night flirt and they'll just like shoot the shit over just like normal everyday life because they know they're going to, you know, they're not even necessarily about their kinks or anything like that. They just want that connection and feeling like whatever they're into is, is what they're into. Because at the end of the day, we all strive for human connection. Right. Is that kind of, uh, maybe I don't want to say like a perfect like date for you, but like, like for you, is it like that way? Like if you go on a date with somebody and you tell them like what you do and they're just like, oh, that's cool. And they may ask like, like, like 
a couple questions, yeah. And then, but then they want to talk to you about what hobbies you're doing and like, like yeah. everyday life, like you know how you like what like your favorite movie or like like they don't get yeah. hung up on it. Is that like the perfect like thing for you? Kind of like you have a great conversation, and that's just like a real like side yeah, thing. Should. Yeah, it should be an ebb and flow because sometimes like if the connection's really good and you have like that synergy, like, you know, like, like I just say, like if me and you were out like uh, at coffee, we're just like, cause it's, it's a back and forth. You're bringing right. something to the table, right? Absolutely. Because you're talking about your experiences. And so it's kind of like, and, and, you know, and sometimes you do get that newbie and they have questions, but they're really good. But then, but then again, like the, the conversation just has a really good ebb and flow to it. Um, so that, you know, but yeah, I like it when people also ask about like other things because there's like a lot of other things I'm into. You know? Right. Um, but, you know, when you, you know, and I love, you know, and of course I love like things like, you know, um, you know, the quant quantum physics and energy manipulation and stuff like that. But that, that also ties in a lot into like my work, you know, mm -hmm. um, because I'm always just fascinated by like how people tick and how does the world tick and you know, there's so many layers to everything. And like, so I'm like such an inquisitive person that I'm like, well, how does this all work? You know, and I yes. started pulling, pulling back layers. Like, if you know, when I started going through like my awakening and stuff, I was like, well, why is life so shitty for me right now? Like, mm -hmm. how did it get so shitty? And like, and then how do I change that? Like, even during my whole thing, like I had somebody like out me to like my family. And then like, I got like this call. And like, you know, my brother knew most of what I did, but he didn't know all of what I did. And so I, and I had to lay down, like, and I just was honest with every aspect of my life. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he was just like, you know, and he's like, well, he's like, I don't know why I had to get involved, but he's like, are you happy, healthy? And can you take care of yourself? And I was like, yes, yes. And he was like, okay. He goes, well, you're my sister and I love you. And, you know, and that was it. But, you know, and again, it, I think it always boiled down to is like, I've always been this person. So you know like my brother knows at the end of the day like if he needed me i'm gonna be there and that's really you know that's really what you want from somebody you Absolutely. know that's really that's really the most per, you know the most you know important like at the end of the day are they a good person who does what does it really matter what they're into sexually because again us as a society has put sex on this you know this weird thing that we have to be just for like it, it's crazy that you know I mean, just for escorts, it's crazy that, you know, like, or even like dominatrix that, you know, you could be, you know, that it's, it should be decriminalized, right? You know, because like at the end of the day, it's just sex. Yes. You know? Absolutely. At the end of the day, like, I mean, it's so ridiculous that we have these like, you know, connotations and these stigma and these paradigms, like, you know, sex, like, you know, there's people that are really good at what they do. And, you know, they have such a healing aspect when it comes to sex and, you know, and back in like these like cultures, like, you know, because I recently taught like a, a, a sex manifest, sex magic manifestation class. And we went into like, the oh, theme wow. or, yeah, we went into, and like, I, it was my first class I taught. It was like a two hour long class. And, um, you know, and I went into everything, but like some of these past histories is, you know, in these like ancient civilizations and stuff like that, you had um, sex priestess. And they, what they did is they went in, you know, and the girls or guys or whatever the case may be, but they were healers. They were sexual healers because right. you, you do, you do so much of the energy. So when these, you know, uh, when there was like all these war times and people were coming back from wars, basically they would heal a lot of their PTSD and their trauma and everything through that via sex, because there's so many tools that you can use within sex, whether it comes down to your breathing or your things like that, or just the human connection and people who know how to connect 
on that level, you can pull, you know, people's wounds out and their traumas out and you can elevate that and, and learn how to release again, a lot of those stuck emotions or that game, you know, they're that shame, guilt and fear because they're learning how to release that. And that's the thing is we hold on to so much internal emotions, but we're not taught how to release that. Yeah. No. Um, wow. That, and thank you. Cause that's all so fat. Cause there's so many, because I find it funny, not funny, but maybe funny. And sometimes I laugh at it. It's really interesting where I I'm always on the opposite side of like people where when it comes down to like, yeah, you, know, you have to have communication and that respect mm-hmm. and, and that, you know, being honest with people when it comes to sex and like how so serious that is. And then I talk to people who really don't think about that part and, you know, they, not that they're not thinking about consent, they care about consent, but they don't think about like that part. But then yeah. when it comes to like, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, had sex with this person and it was cool. Like, and I say that, what, yeah. what? And then my mindset is like, it's just sex. So it's like, weird. Like it's like a back and forth where like, cause I'm like, you said it, I'm with you. Like people are like, well, you like how you, you had sex with that person and you're still friends. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's just sex. Yeah. Like, and well, I, you know, it, you yeah, know. I get that. It makes so much sense. Cause like sometimes we're in like these places in our lives, like, Right now, do I necessarily have a time to give somebody my full attention for a relationship? I don't, you know, and it's hard to find people who who are on that level to where like, oh, yeah, you can go do your thing for a while. I'm going to be over here and then we'll reconnect. So right now it's just like, you know, I just need, you know, something casual in my life because there's a lot of like just work that I'm doing for myself, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just internal work. And then I've got to work on my business. And so I, and then I need just downtime, you know, I need like my peace and my quiet, because again, when you're in a position where you're giving to somebody, you just need quiet time. You need to not be anything for everyone. So, you know, it, it, you know, all I need is like, you know, a couple people that I could have that casual relationship with and it's easygoing and it's a flow because at the end of the day, we, you know, we do need, you know, we, I need sex. Yeah. (laughs) That's I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. behind drive so like you know and, and i just you know so it's, it's just right just just finding the right players which can be like a battle all of itself you know so that's why my my, my spiritual coach she's like i think you might need because like, my, my drive is so high right now it's ridiculous and she's like i think you need to even like maybe double your work ethic or maybe i was like <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's like you gotta move that energy out i was like you're probably right yeah <laughs> but you know it's just that you know, we've gotten caught into like just the social programming of sex and it's dirty and filthy and, you know, and all these things. And yeah, like it can be, and that's the fun of it, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but it's not bad. No, you know, you know, filthy, dirty, whatever. They're just adjectives, fun adjectives within the play zone. But is it really that way in life? No, like, you know, it's just sex and it's just a way of connection with, with another human. And, you know, as long as, you know, if we can talk more openly about that and get into those realms and, and, you know, and, and the thing is, is like, you know, and that's why, you know, you go see, you know, professionals and that's why, you know, you know, people go see, you know, cause I've known people who were like high, you know, flourishing, like, you know, CEOs and stuff like that. And they have um, a constant, you know, escort or provider that they see because they don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, for a relationship and they don't have the time to be on the dating apps or finding it like they can just meet somebody they they go okay we have this connection you know this is great you know we meet at this and this in time the person and and that person's you know catering to exactly what their needs are 
you know, and that's, you know, and so and that's a beautiful thing, you know? Right. So again, it's just getting us to think outside of that format, you know, because at the end of the day, people do need that human, that connection. And, and they, they, they do need to move that, the, you know, the energy of sex throughout. So it's like, we just need to think about this on different terms, you Absolutely. know, because it's still, it's still part of your mental health, you know? Um, and, you know, learning to play and, you know, and, and even when you go back to like BDSM and, you know, um, BDSM can be great for like shadow work because like you're, you're going in and you're facing some of your shadows and your fears and like, you know, and what, and that could be done, you know, via kink and, and all that. And so I always say like, you know, be friends with your demons or how to play with them and, and learn how to understand them. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be that much healthier of a human being because it's not going to be suppressed so much that it comes out in a really unhealthy manner. So, right. you know, that's another thing. No, it's, 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 that was awesome. That was, um, I, I wanted to ask you, cause I've, you know, I have no shame in saying like, obviously, like I see, uh, I have been seeing for years, like a, a sex therapist, you know, and it's really been helpful. Mm -hmm. And, and she, you know, we have talked about, and she's helped me with like, you know, like the term, like the selection process of the people, you know, friends and then like. Uh, romantic partners or sexual partners, yeah. like, you know, making sure you know like what you like and what what you can give a to that person, but also what are the do's and don'ts that like if you see these traits, like no, that person is not right for me. So like, yeah, is... well, you're learning you're learning how to to find your own personal red flags right faster, right. right? Because you know what works for you and you know what doesn't work for you. And, and, and that's, and, and that's the great thing about like doing inner work or working with a, a therapist or a spiritualist or whatever the case may be, is you're learning how to fine tune, um, and see what red, what are red flags for you way much more quickly. So that, I think that's a beautiful thing. Right. Uh, I appreciate that. And so for you, I, on like the flip side, on a positive, are there certain characteristics that you've noticed that whether it's professionally or in your personal life that when the chemistry is like really awesome with that person you kind of see like yeah they they have this attribute or this characteristic you know what i mean mm -hmm. um yeah you know i notice like you know the people who are people who are, tend to be like just self-aware Mm -hmm. um they have some sort of like empathetic side i notice i i do well like almost and I don't want to say mirroring of me because I don't want somebody who's exactly like me, but right. like, you know, it, they, they do, they're, they're emotionally intelligent, I would say. Yeah, that's a great people way to put a, it. Yeah, I think people who have a sense of when you can find, and, and sometimes, you know, you might think you found that the first couple of times you hang out with them and then you realize, well, that was, that was a facade. <laughs> like, yeah. That really wasn't, that really wasn't the case, you know? Yep. But I think when, you know, people um, have a sense of emotional intelligence, you do get, um, you know, you, it, it that just seems, they just seem to, to understand, you know? Because they can see the person themselves, you know, and the people who aren't necessarily like caught up into the whole social programming. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's another, uh, I feel like I connect best with those two people and it seems to go, it seems to flow because now we're just two genuine humans just seeing if, if we have the right, you know, if we can connect on that level. No, absolutely. I, and I like that because I, I like, I think the, to sum it all like up like for me as well like emotional intelligence is right because i'm always like when i've talked to like certain friends i'm like they're empathetic 
but they don't mind talking about their their struggles like personally but i'm like but they're not like complaining but they're just owning and they're open to talking about like life which is like the ups and downs and that attracts me so i'm like trying to give up i think like just some like i like that's beautiful like just emotional intelligence yeah, no, I like, and I like what you said about like them owning up because it's like, yeah, you do have to like sometimes talk about your your shit that you go through in bed, but it's really like owning it. So I mean, you know, I don't care like you know when if you leave a relationship or the per- person left you, you know, it doesn't matter how bad you thought the person was or whatever the case may be. You always have to look at yourself and go, well, what was my part in it? Yeah. How did I get there, and what do I need to learn from this? Absolutely. And that's and that's your interaction with everyone. So, you know, I, and, and if people can sit there and, and, and I see that the, they say that, like, you know, I went on one day and, 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 you know, the person had been seeing like, you know, a therapist or like that, but literally complained about every single person he dated and, and how it went, you know, through to the point of all this is like, wow, this is like, this is like a big red flag, you know? And then, mm-hmm. you know, cause he was like falling in love instantly. And I just like, I was like, Oh, I think you might be in love with love, buddy. I was like, right, right. Know? Because he was like, I think there's this connection between me and you. I'm like, Oh, we just met. I was like, wow, this is really intense for me. But, um, you know, it, it, but that's the thing is like, <laughs> we, you know, we all, we're just, we're just, you know, we're, we're spiritual be- beings living a human life and it's just really freaking messy. And we all have these lessons to learn and we all have this growth, you know, potential. And, and that's the best that we can do with our lives is, 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 you know, how do we take our lessons and we learn from them and, and, and we, you know, and step more into our power and our purpose. And that's the best that you can do. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Now I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about where I was surprised. I don't know why, but in a good way, cause uh-huh. you know, to see you on Evolve Fights and to see you doing like that and like doing like the, the sex wrestling and stuff, uh-huh. and which, hey, you are really, you're really awesome at it, A. Um, <laughs> and then B, mm-hmm. I kind of, like, how did you, was that something that like, were you always kind of interested in grappling or did that, like, how like how did that kind of like come about for you? Interestingly enough, I'm I'm shooting with them the third and the fourth. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like really great timing. And um, I know I knew Ariel um, in my personal life before I worked in, you know, okay, so like years ago, um, I, I worked as, you know, I was a stripper and I started out in Texas and moved that way to California. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then, um, you know, I've, I've done like everything when it comes to, I feel like I've been like swinger and blah, 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 and all this. But like, you know, through like social circles and stuff like that, you know, I met Ariel and, um, so I knew her before I went into the Dom world. And then I went back into like the corporate world and all that. So I remember one time when, you know, I was like over at her place and like sitting at a jacuzzi and she first started taking like jujitsu. And then she did like this like leg lock around like my torso. And I was like, fuck that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and at the time, like I was, I was, um, I, I was training in stand-up fighting. So I was doing like Muay Thai and stuff like that. So they, you know, knew I did that. So like all of our friends would like play around and like, you know, do stuff like that to each other. But I've always done just like stand-up. Okay. Um, but uh, so like, you know, when I got into like, you know, I, and I played like with some of my guy friends that, you know, did jujitsu and wrestled. And, you know, I would just like, you know, whatever, wrap my legs around. But I don't know like a lot of the stuff. But 
Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, you know, going into like dog world, obviously, you know, you can do the wrestling and the face sitting and the scissor locks and, and all that kind of came into play. And then like, next thing I know, I just started, you know, filming with her. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's definitely like, I'm always like, <laughs> sometimes I forget because I'm like such, I, I won't like bail out. And I think like the last time who did I shoot with Nathan mm-hmm. and, you know, he's so good. And he knows yeah. jujitsu. So I was going like to ask that. you about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck. And I was like, fuck, okay. And, but I wouldn't. And she, she would have to like tap me out because I wouldn't talk. I, I, I kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, you got to break your arm. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm like stubborn. I'm like, she knows too. Because we are like all know each other on a personal level. And so, you know, she had to like tap me out. She's like, okay, I think it's this. <laughs> yeah. I think I had to call this one. <laughs> That makes more sense. Because sometimes I saw that and I was like, wait a minute, what? Because I wouldn't see you tap, but then it'd be like, all right, uh, Helena, you know, it's the 20 seconds yeah. in that position. And I'm like, <laughs> and no lie, I'm about to say, I like rewound it. I was like, did I miss this part? Like, and then I'm like, oh, I put, I put it on like bad editing. I go, maybe the edits were off. Maybe it's just, no, okay. No, it's because I wouldn't tap out. <laughs> and then I, and I mixed because I would see her say like, all right, all right. But then I'm like, I really didn't see it. I didn't see her. I'm like, is it like I'm like then I went to like maybe it's her angle she's the ref so she like yeah. maybe she like tapped like Nathan's inner thigh and only she could see because I was like I'm really am I going blind I'm missing Did it you really I I kept rewinding it I was like I don't see <laughs> I don't see it, it and then so I was funny. like it's the computer that was one of my favorite matches that was like a lot of fun yeah I how really, yeah. And I was my, my thing is with with evolved wrestling is I'll get into the wrestling because I'm competitive and I'll forget. Oh yeah, you got to do the sex grab right. points. I always forget that. And I, I always can't remember. Like even like like last week, I was like, I got to remember those sex grabs and stuff like that because I'll just be like, I'll like I'll just lock in and I'll be like, I'll just wait them out. Like and I'll breathe. I'm like I'll just I'll let them wear themselves out. So I'll just like hold it. But I got to remember that I got to do the sexual point thing, and I, that's something I kind of always tend to forget. Now, do you think? Because I from the from watching the videos, it says you know if I'm if it's a little off, let me know. But like you're five foot three. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have guessed. I would have thought you were taller, honestly. That's why it's always fun <laughs> to see that. You know, there's a funny story to that. Like, one of my friends, like, uh-huh. you know, she's, she's just, like, in the regular world and stuff like that. We were at, part, at a party or something. She goes, you know what? I always think, like, short people are really shady. And I go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she goes, I go, you know, like, five, three, you know, or something like that. She goes, Really? Because I always thought you were taller than that. I know, it's my funny disposition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's my running joke. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's like seeing you like in like, maybe you're wearing like those heels and like those, but like you're, you, I would have honestly guessed like five, six, five, seven. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I was, I know. I, I, was... I, gotta, I gotta climb on things through each other. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that like a, it's really, it's cool, but like, is that like an advantage for you in, in like evolved fights or a disadvantage kind of like? Oh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch me to five, seven. Let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I was just, yeah, it's always curious uh, because like sometimes like I look at like Ariel and like, I know that's the thing with jujitsu. Like, it's, like, supposed to be, like, a size neutralizer. But, like, seeing, like, she's going up against men or women who are just so much, like, taller and larger. And, like, it's, like, yeah. doesn't seem like it has an effect. 
And well, so, I mean, that is a beautiful thing about jujitsu. And, and granted, like, I've never taken a jujitsu class, and I, and I I would love to, you know. Um, but um, obviously, you can't now. Right. Uh, but it isn't equal because I've done like, you know, I, I you know, I did Muay Thai for a while, and you know, and they, you know, I used to like uh, fight with my ex partner, which was, you know, he was six foot two, and so his just instep, you know, and reach was like you know, that was just always so hard. It's like hard to, to fight against that dynamic, you know, when, when they're like in the same as like such a bigger thing than yours, you know? Right. So that is, that's, that is how you kind of neutralize somebody is through something like, you know, grappling or whatever, you know. Now is, is, is Nathan your only, he's your only loss, right? I think so. Is that something, that's something you want to avenge? Well, yeah, cause he's, fun to have, he's fun to have sex with. So, like, <laughs> uh, if it means I have to lose, I will just have to lose. <laughs> you know that one. I, I I think that the sex in that went a little askew from like the typical sex scene. I was like, I think we just kind of went at it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was that was a really that was like probably one of my favorite ones. But yeah, he's he's just you know he's and he's a really good uh, person and human. So right, um, it makes it all it makes it all the better when you can when you just like have that. Are there uh, people in the future you kind of want to match up against, male, female, like either or? You know what's so funny? I just I just like you know because Aaron loves me and and I always draw a blank when people ask me that. So I'm always just like I don't know, I just gotta pick somebody for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I would definitely like a, you know a rematch with with Nathan again because that would be a lot of fun. Nice. But I wish I, I I do wish if 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 I was to do that, I do wish I would spend like a little bit of time in in jujitsu just so I understand things a little bit better. So I could get into uh, holding those positions better. No, uh, for someone who doesn't, and maybe that's because you're a, you're an athlete, like you said earlier. Like I I knew that Nathan did jujitsu, so I knew like mm-hmm. there was an advantage there. But I I have I'm a big fan of Evolve fights and of yours. So like, I've seen like you don't seem like you don't have a background in it at all. Like I, I was... <laughs> yeah, you, you know what it was is like. When your dad and your brother beat you up, <laughs> like, do you, do you remember? Um, I don't know if you ever did this. It was like, it was called like, I, I mean, this was probably the most politically incorrect word, but it was called Indian wrestling. And you would yeah. do like this thing where you'd like lift legs at the same time. Yes. And then yes. you would lock legs. They used to do that to me all the time and they would flip me. So they would just like, we would be like, one, two, three. And they would like, <laughs> lick my leg and they would just like barrel me. Like, me. So, <laughs> I like constantly got beat up as like a child. And, like another thing they did was like, because <laughs> I was a gymnast and so I was like super flexible. And we'd go out like water skiing and then we had like an inner tubes on the boat. And so like they, and I was so crazy flexible. Like my feet could like touch my head. Like, back, oh wow. You know, like it was, I was like insanely flexible. Like not at all these days, but when you're like that livable, little, you're like pliable. So <laughs> they, <laughs> They would just haul the boat, and then they would like make wakes, and then they would hit the wakes, and the the inner tube would bounce, bounce, and I'd be like flying in the air, and I but I was so like stubborn, I would try to refuse to like let go, so I was like white knuckling on it, and then like and then they would just keep hitting it, hitting it to where like I couldn't hold it anymore, and then it looked like a, and then they would like spin the boat around, and I would look like a skipping stone going wow. across <laughs> the water. <laughs> so I was always being like tormented and, <laughs> and, they got, and, they were, 
and they would laugh. They thought it was so funny, but you know, and I'm like, you know, just like, I just constantly, and, and it was so funny. I was explaining this to one guy. He goes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes a lot of fucking sense, <laughs> but it, it, it was just so funny. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I think that's, that's what's made me like, you know, and then, you know, I was like, you know, the littlest. And so like, I had to prove my worth. And so like, yeah. I was like I've got, no, I'm getting back up. Getting back up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hold me down. That's <laughs> right. That's right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the youngest. So I know that feeling. Yeah, I know so you, you, you got to stay your ground. Right. Because like, if not, like they'll come after you because oh, yeah. like, you're the last in line to be tormented. Oh yeah. I, and so, I see, I see for me, like now as I've gotten like, you know, as I've been an adult, I had to like, connect because it'd be like, you never want to like, that's that I've, I've always, I could be vulnerable, like when I felt comfortable, but like if I was yeah. sick or hurt, I was like, uh, just no, no, no. And it kind of like yeah. connected back to that where like, you know, if, if I lost in something like I, I'm going to get you, like, I'm not going to stay down or I got flipped. All right. Like, even if it did hurt and I'm like, this hurts, like you just got to keep going. And so like, I'm like, it connected even like adulthood where now I'm like, maybe I, it's okay to say like, this hurts like or or yeah. like i need like I'm, I'm tired but before it's like you never yeah. can say it yeah hey that's growth right there yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know and, but that's the thing too is like you know now i'm like I, you know hey i, I got this body i gotta take care of it so right you know i'm not as stubborn in regards to that like when it comes to like being injured or stuff like that because like there's so much i got to do and handle in life so if i feel like something's gonna go skew and i'm gonna get hurt i'm like nope nope not for me I got to take care of me. So like, right. you're not going to take care of me. I'm not, you know, I got to do this. And plus, you know, I like, you know, and I'm like a little bit adventure person, you know, like, you know, I, anything that's like an adventure adrenaline junkie, like I will do it. And especially now, like this, like the second half of my life, I go, you know, anything that I can jump off of or do, like, I'm going to go do it. Okay. Okay. No, that's awesome. I'm glad, like, it's really cool to see, like, I think, like, it fits. And I always kind of wonder. That's probably one of those things I'm always, like, I, like, a bucket list if I could ever, like, just once, like, try it. Like, do, like, either evolve fights or be on something like that. Because it does seem like, so, when you find, like, that, the right people that you're comfortable with, like, so much fun to do. Well, hey, I might just ask you to come do some adrenaline junkie stuff with me sometime. And then we'll just have to talk about sex. And then it'll be all, like, recorded. Absolutely. I, hey, I, I, you know me. I'll make, I am, I'll make you jump off things. I'll make you. I'll be like, you gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta jump. Oh, I'm so down, and and you are very convincing. Like, like you know how to like. I am. I, I, I will get you to do things that you that you want to do. Oh yeah, I'll be jumping off. I'll be like, how how did I get here? <laughs> well, uh, why, why why am I saying yes? Yeah, like oh. Uh, <laughs> Like, okay, like, you know, it's too late now. Like, <laughs> this is like a little side story. So, like, when I was going through like my healing and stuff, I was getting these cambo treatment done. And it's like, cambo is like this frog poison and it makes you like vomit. It's, okay. nothing, psych- it's nothing psychedelic and it puts peptides and it's supposed to like shift energy and blah, blah, blah. You know, they do it in the Amazon. It's supposed to like get rid of bad energy. So, <laughs> I was doing this for like a while and stuff like that. And when you get and when you like the, the poison, it, first is put on your skin it takes like i don't know 30 seconds to a minute before it gets in and then sometimes and then i was each time i was going deeper and deeper and deeper doing like more more of the 
uh, puncture. <laughs> and then sometimes I'd be like, and then the, it, you feel yourself vibrating. It's all kind of like, this is a really poor life choice. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, this is a really poor life choice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would feel good afterwards, but in the midst of it, I'm like, oh, this is a really poor life choice. Yeah. You're like, should I have convinced D-Rock to do this? Like, maybe, I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is really high up. Like, I don't know if I would do this one. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's right. I'm a antagonist. I will get you to do things. I'm yeah. Like, oh, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, I don't, does he have this? Like, it, or, it, does he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh let's just let's just hope are you gonna like do are you gonna do this after nope sure not <laughs> <laughs> you're like hell no 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 but you got this <laughs> no that is awesome that is awesome no i am so especially once this everything kind of dies down and you can't like it would be so cool i would I would gladly, you know, I'm on the East okay, Coast. Okay, you said yes. I, hey, it's on record. I I am down. I am down. I am so down. I mean, I'm I'm feeling light at the end of the tunnel with everything, with all this stuff. So I'm like, I am I am so down. Although, because I always, you know, pre-pandemic, I'm like, man, there's certain people you want to see, but I'm in Philadelphia. So, like, I'm hoping, like, they would come, like, nearby like by me and I'm like you know I should just like take a vacation and like fly out to wherever it's California or Vegas and just like stay somewhere and like have fun and do it and I'm like well you know but after like this I was like yeah I'm, I'm going to do that like I'm going to do it like I should it do it alive yeah alive. I, I, I jumped up like I was with a couple like out in Hawaii with there was like a vacation with a couple of the other Doms and they was like Astro and Sierra Lynch and um, uh, Snow and um, a couple other people and and I'm like oh I'm gonna jump off stuff I'm jump off stuff. and so they took me to like this little cliff and it was like this um, 50 foot and so I jumped off that and and that was really fun and then we went to like China Wall and we you know jumped off that and that was a beautiful like sunset That's it wasn't awesome. as high but it was like really but it was still just really cool really cool moment and then like. When I went down to Tulum, um, you know, there was a couple like ledges and stuff, but there's this one, like, it's like a hole in the top mm -hmm. and I guess it's supposed to be an 80 foot drop. And so I'm like, I got to go back and I got to go back to that cenote and I got to jump off that thing. Cause like I'll do flips and stuff like off of them, but like, wow. I don't know about flipping off of when they're like 50 and 80 foot because you know, I'll probably over rotate and I, I've over rotated and belly flop before and that's like not fun. So maybe one day, but I'm not anytime soon. But I, uh, I just like I need to go back to Tulum and find like the eighty foot drop cenote and jump off that and, and have that on like film. That is really okay. So that is awesome. Yeah. So now, you're gonna, I'm gonna make you do crazy stuff. Yeah. Now you. So with that, <laughs> with that one, at least I know you would do it with me because you yeah, want to do totally, it. Yeah. So I know totally I have a partner in crime with that one then yeah. at least. Yeah. The other ones we'll I just, see. I'll just push you off first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You'll be like, yeah, is he still breathing? All right, yeah, I'll, I'll jump too. I can jump. All right, it's a, not that bad. No, I, I honestly, no lie, would be it'd be so cool. Like I would do that. In a well, that'd be fun. Now, I, I just wanted to ask this one last question because I thought it was really sure. cool. You asked, yeah. you said like earlier that you 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 taught a class, and I was wondering, did you enjoy? Because like I feel like you're you're 
kind of you're a teacher when you do you know every like when you're doing like with like a client but it's like one-on-one so like did you enjoy teaching is that something that you want to do more in the future yeah you know and, and it's so funny because like when i started kind of going through like whatever my awakening and working with all these like healers and stuff like that uh-huh. i would and and it would i was like four or five different healers who knew all in different places who did not know each other and they all kept saying i start doing this stuff and they're like you're going to start working with women and then you're going to start working with couples and you're going to go do this and you're going to do that and your work's going to branch off into this aspect and and then i've been working with this coach and she keeps saying it but it's like you know and i've been working with this coach for like a couple years and kind of just shifting through stuff and trying to like work through like my own trauma and stuff like that and i was like yeah and i'm like you know everybody keeps saying all this and it it starts to piss me off actually because i'm like i have no clue what you guys are talking about they're like yeah the work you're going to be tapping into some agent stuff and blah 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 and i'm like i have no freaking clue what you all are talking about and it would start to get me angry Mm. and you know and but it's like little by little like these bits of information starts coming to you and little by little like your life starts you know switching in different you know, you're, you know, uh, in the, you know, what you start to learn and the things that come to you. And so it's all starting to kind of slowly unfold. And so this had, you know, when people kept saying I would be doing this stuff, I was just like, okay, well, whatever, that's cool. I was just like, okay, whatever, that's right. cool. But now like I can start to see it more and more. And I do really love it because I, again, it's just one of the goals of getting people to, to look and view and harness sex for them for themselves in a different format and i and it's just so healthy and um it's you know and the more like healthier and happier people we have are learning how to take care of it it just comes back to us right because like think about it when you meet like such a a miserable unhappy people and they're not taking care of their health like you're just like like it it tenses you up right right so absolutely get get more people on that level it's so great because there's so much abundance out there that there's nothing to hide from any anybody or anything and we should all be helping each other. So I do really love it. I love to like empower people. It, it gets me excited. It makes, you know, and it makes me feel good. And I love seeing people like achieve stuff and do stuff. So yeah, I would love to, you know, I'm really hoping this, you know, eventually takes off more for me and, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a process and it's, it's a process of, you know, of morphing like, uh, you know, therapeutic work and BDSM and then spirituality and sex. And so like, I try to, you know, I, I try to kind of even come from it like as a very down to earth humorous aspect too, because yeah. I want people I want people to let down their guard. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to come off as like superior or like super spiritual woo woo because I feel like life's messy and I and I cuss too much for that anyhow. But I just you know <laughs> you know and and, and and usually the coaches I work with tend to cuss too, so it's like it's always really really great. Um, but I just you know I, I I want people to let down their guard you know for it and just start seeing it and just have fun with it because that's the part of like energy flow is being playful mm-hmm. and having fun because like when you're playing and you're having fun you don't have expectations you're just having fun. No, absolutely, and I and I I I asked that because I when you said that you did that, it clicked for me. Like I could hear it like, Hey, like the passion, but just how you can relate and communicate with people. So I wasn't sure of like, cause some people it's not for them, like the group setting, they more like the one-on-one. Yeah. So that's why I was curious because like, it, you seem like, like you'd both. be a great. No, I, I think so too. I, cause I did it. Um, My last job was, 
a drug and alcohol like you know therapist and i would have one-on-one sessions but also like group therapy and like with the group it was more of like and it i don't know why i i rarely didn't not like brag but like i could probably count on one hand in like two years like groups that were kind of like uh they didn't really go that well yeah but like it was always almost like you ever hear like someone like a fighter or an athlete like a football player style like like once you get hit that first time you're good or like once you get like punched or kicked mm-hmm. like it's good it was always like the anxiety would be like oh god oh, oh god yeah. but then once like yeah. sat down like everyone's there and the first interaction it was like gone but it went like every time I had like a group now one on ones I never had that it was always just clear easy yeah. boom but with a group it was like but I did enjoy it when like the group was clicking and you're you're like making them like laugh and relate and put that guard. You could like read the room and see like, cause that's why I like what you said, like about like cracking a joke and like cursing. Cause I would do that. Cause it's like, I don't want them to feel like, Oh, I'm Mr. You know, whatever. And they're like, no, we're all, I'm telling them, we're all in these chairs. I'm yeah. here to listen. We got rules for the room that we all, myself included have to follow, but we can talk and be real. And we're here to help and be relatable. So like, yeah, I, I always, I, I could, hear that in you that's why that's really i'm glad you really liked it because i think you'll be great at it yeah i you know and, and it's and, it, and i know what you mean about the first touch because i had so much anxiety about doing it but like you know this one uh kundalini teacher she came to me about teaching my class because a lot of these people they'll follow me on social media um because i'm really honest about you know what i do and she's right. like yeah i just think you you know you're you're such a like you know spiritual warrior and i just think you'd be like great at like helping people navigate through like the stigma and and you know and and you know the all you know when it comes to people's personal sex lives and, and them getting caught up in this paradigm and uh and so and and then i knew it was a step i needed to take and then i just pushed myself to do it but man i uh, like i had like the the subjects and the titles written out uh, a couple weeks ahead of time, but I did not write out the class till the morning. <laughs> the, the day before, I sat on my couch and I really should write this. I really yep. should write this, and it just it wasn't come. And then as soon as the morning hit, it was like boom, boom, boom. The information came, and I could like you know research a topic and find the information I wanted to pull, and, and you know all this stuff. And you know I just needed like once I get going and talking like you know, I know the information, but it's like, you want something to kind of like, have like, a, you know, an outline. And so I did, and it was like two hours. I'm like, geez, two hours, like <laughs> for two hours, you know, um, but I did it. And I did it for two hours and I had exercises and, you know, um, and, and I did like my first guided meditation and I got a little good feedback on that. And it was just really, it was really exciting. And I just, uh, you know, like I, I really do, uh, want to just make a, a shift and um uh an impact on people's lives for them not for even like you know my benefit just like i just think people should be like you releasing you know again dealing help, helping to release that shame guilt and fear because i know the people that have you know helped me in the past or the information that i've just come across that's helped me in the past and, and we're never short of people who can teach on these subjects We'll never be short of people, right? Right. Um, so it's not like there's like a one way wins all, like a Tony Robbins of the group. You know, it's because a lot of the people are all saying the same thing. It's just a different format, and you don't know which person's gonna connect with you, or or the, which person's gonna have, you know, teach at the certain tool set that's really going to be relatable to you. Right. So, 
Well, you it, know, and I'm sure, and, and I'm sure you've dealt with that dealing with, you know, the, you know, the alcohol, because if, if you just needed one person, everybody would just go and like sign online, but you need, there's different people that relate to you and teach you that can connect with you because they all relate to different people. You know, and, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because that was something that I noticed that I kind of went up against when I was working there at my, that last job, I, you know, I left in August of 2020, but it was coming from having you know personally dealing with that with like people close to me but me not having that particular battle with addiction and then working in an environment where a lot of people who i worked with even like the therapists a lot of them were had years of sobriety which is awesome but it was very much a power struggle of like this is the the way this is the way and when like you taught differently and even it went beyond just like about sobriety it went to like how you like run your group or this all that and i i at first i was because i was coming in i was new and i'm like well this is you know i'm the new guy and they have an established way but when i saw that a they don't really have an established way and then you yeah. kind of saw it was just ego i yeah. was like oh I'm, yeah ego's you know motherfucker. is it ever and i was like i'm going to use my way which is i'm not going to be a yeller or try to like be like a parent and die. like I'm not here to do that. And I'm not going to try to like, I'm just going to talk straight up. I'm not here to yell. I'm going to talk to him. And it doesn't mean that you're a pushover, but I'm, I'm not going to get like my blood pressure risen. Cause I'm like, sometimes that's what they want to see how far they can push you. And I'm like, mm. I'm not going to have that happen. And I well, like podcast just... or Ted talks and I'm going to show some clips and mix that into what I'm yeah. trying to teach, you know? And I think that's great. Well, you know, it, it's the same thing as like when you have like, okay, it's the same in every format of life. Everybody learns in different ways. Mm -hmm. And you can always tell somebody who's like a good coach, a good teacher, a good manager when it comes to like, you know, let's just say out in the corporate world or whatever, you know, um, because I did work in the corporate world, but like you don't handle your team in all the same way. Some people do need to be yelled at. Right. That's how, that's what motivates them. Right. That's what lights a fire in their ass. Some people need to be, you know, coddled a little bit, you know, and some people just need to be left the fuck alone. Here's your job. Go do it. There, there's, you know what I mean? Like, so you have to, you have to see what, how do people tick? What, what's their, what's their motivating factors and, and how are they, you know, because you're trying to, you're, all you're trying to do is you're just trying to get them to grab the information. So it personalizes with them so they can use the tools, right? Because mm -hmm. they're trying to get them to use tools in their everyday life um that will help them through something because they got to do the work themselves but do they need a hard ass do they need a coddler or they need to be left the fuck alone and just hear the information right you know so you have to like every and then some people are a little bit of a mix so you've got to find out you know what what are your people and what do they need and you know how do we like you know again there, there's always going to be your certain parameter tools like you know that puppy needs to follow like you know like everybody should be exercising because you're shifting through you know you're trying to push out energy, right? Right. So that is one thing, you know, people should be doing in life. And, you know, and hopefully people do get on meditation in some format or the other. But, but again, when it comes to like how they view and how they think things, you're trying to just give them the the tools and you're trying to like, you know, get their brain to connect with the tools so they can utilize it. Well, and I think, um, and I, I, you, I couldn't agree more that I, I, I am always someone who is, I'm like you, like very curious, but I look at like whether a lot of times I look at it through sports, different coaches and man, but even like leaders, like whether it's in entertainment or business, 
and like who had success and like how they motivated, how they did. And all of them, what I see it like, they, you know, you always heard that I coach everyone the same. And like, no, you can't coach everyone the same. Cause like mm -hmm. what you just said, like some people get motivated by getting yelled at. Some need that armor like on the shoulder. Some need yeah. encouragement, some need to be left alone. And you have to be like a pop psychologist in, in that yeah. kind of field, you know? Well, you know, like, and here's the thing too, is like, you know, not every like Olympic athlete is going to make a great coach. Right. Like, and, and, and the, you know, or, you know, not because I know like some people who are really good at their, at their profession, man, they're a horrible teacher. Yep. They're just not good because they don't know how to relate to people. And you're trying to get to relate to people. And like the perfect example, like that I use is like, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, he's a boxing coach, like, uh, like Jay Roach or something like Roach. Oh, for, uh, Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach. Thank you. And he was like an amateur, but he's like one of the top coaching boxing, mm -hmm. boxing coaches. And it wasn't like he had this, you know, astute career. He wasn't but really, a very, he was like a, a journeyman kind of boxer. Yeah. You know, he was just like a very amateur, but he knows how to break it down and he knows how to like see the moving parts and the moving pieces and then to relate that out. So sometimes the best teachers aren't necessarily the people who have the, you know, um, the big like titles and stuff like, you know, that within their career, but they're able to break down moving parts and then they're able to teach those moving parts and they connect with those people in their mind. And like, I, I would just say, he's like a prime example. No, he's a great, that's a great example. That's a yeah. great example. Cause yeah. like everybody, everybody was like, Oh, like, you know, Freddie Roach, Freddie Roach. Like if, if you like followed any like boxing whatsoever and you knew like back in the Mike Tyson days and like even before that and, you know, and still like, I think he's still around, isn't he? Yeah, he's with uh, Manny Pacquiao. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, I mean, I mean, just look. I mean, he, and he's like all these like legends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and and he was just this basic, you know, boxing guy. He didn't have a career. He didn't have like a professional. Yeah, career. and that's so true in a lot of things. Like, um, because I always think of the example I'm going to use like basketball. So I don't know who follows basketball, but like. Bill Russell won the most championships. He's this great all-time great player and he became a coach and he was this great rebounder, you know. And mm -hmm. when he was coaching, you know, he was like telling him about like like talking to like his forwards and centers about rebounding and they were like, "Well, coach, what happens?" and they gave like some scenarios and he's like, "Just go get the ball." And like that's that was his teaching, like just go get it. And like they they were like, "Oh, okay." And he was so phenomenal and great. He didn't know how to relate to those who didn't come like just naturally to them. Mm -hmm. Like he, it was a block with him. Like he was like, just, just go do it. And they were like, uh, and he like, wasn't what that, does that mean? Yeah. And he <laughs> wasn't really a good coach. Like he really wasn't like, but he was a great player, but he, he didn't know how to explain it to him. And it is so true. Like you see that, that, that difference, like there is a big difference from being able to do it, but then being able to explain it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you know what, and some people are natural athletes, and they don't even know what they're doing themselves. True. They're just they just they do. That's what they do. They just go do it. But you know, like, you know, so I think, I think like, somebody who, you know, like, a good interview, if, like, you're gonna coach somebody was just like, so when you like, see the clock, like, what do you think? Do you like just think about the time? Or do you think about the moving parts? <laughs> you know, because like, you know, like to me, like I have to, and, and you know, when I taught my class, like I went into kind of like, you know, why things break, because I think people need to understand why does this work? 
so they can make the because like when you're like teaching something is people so people when they, they know to make a decision for themselves they want to know the it's the cause and effect what is the probable outcome if i do xyz the probable outcome is this and that's because they understand the moving parts right right but like when they just go do something like you know like you know maybe it's like they go out and they drink too much like how does it affect their body and like this and that you know they, mm-hmm. they don't know so like when i kind of taught my class i was like you know, it wasn't just about like, you know, going into a meditative state or, or, you know, you're, you're going to vibrate higher, but like that it was like, how do these emotions affect us? How does it, you know, relate to the, the neurological system? What is the chemicals, you know, in the brain and why, you know, why does it do it? You know, so they can understand and they can understand like, okay, it is important for me to do this because it's going to help X, Y, Z in, in my life. It's going to, it's going to radiate. It's like a skipping stone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, it, 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 it sends ripples out into the water. But why is it sending those ripples out? Absolutely. And so, wow. and how does it affect those different parts in your life? And so that's why I think when people explain things, you know, you know, it, like it, it, it would just, you know, drive me nuts when like, and, and this is me personally, whatever, but like, I, I'm not really into like super woo-woo spirituality. And they're like, oh, it's just all love and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, love's great. And, you know, gratitude's great. But like, but what does it do? You know, right, and, and that's right. and that's why like I like so I started like you know asking questions about quantum physics and stuff like that. It's all the you know magic, blah blah blah. It's all the same shit. It's just like understanding what it is and how it works. No, absolutely, uh, man. This is all like because that's the same. Even in like with this, with like this medium, and why I was always interested because when I would see whether you know Oprah or Larry King or certain people, whether it was sports or like. I like movies so like James Lipton inside the actor studio mm-hmm. and how as the interviewer they were able to get that person to explain their process and ask those questions and to like get them to talk about it and it was like and for me that's how I learned and that's why I kind of gravitated yeah. toward like radio and and like podcasts because like I can sit there. I'll do it at like my job where like two people are having a great conversation or they're, it's funny or it's really enlightening and I'm not involved and I'm not trying to be nosy, but I'm just like, I'm like those endorphins. I'm real happy. Cause I'm like, this is interesting. This is great. And yeah. like, it's not my conversation, but I'm like, I really like, like it. Like, yeah. and, and that it always fascinates me on like, cause I don't know. People will ask me like, well, how do you like, I, I, to me, it took my brother to tell me this about like a year ago because I would I would talk to people who were like wanting to do a podcast about even like not even like with me like some of them with me but others like on their own and I'm like oh yeah you'll be good like you know how to talk about this topic and they're like I don't know and I'm like well just go do it and I'm usually not like that but with this mm-hmm. I was like especially when the pandemic I'm like you're, we're not going anywhere you might as well do it you know we're just yeah home. I mean and there are certain aspects where you just you do have to help yourself. okay just go do it yeah and then and then start to learn as you go do it and mm-hmm. then start to learn. I mean there are there are some of those you know factors too um but like but again you know we do need to like learn to break things down and understand the cause of effects and when people understand the cause and effects they can they can make the, the better decisions for their life but it's when it comes to self-help, you know? Right. Um, but a lot of it is like, fuck, you do have to, you just have to start. Yeah. And it's, and you know, and, and the thing is too, is like when you get, okay, when you're dealing with some sort of adversity in your life, whether it's drugs, alcohol, whether it's just depression, whether it's just like self, you know, doubt, because mm-hmm. we all, we all suffer from that and our, our ego or whatever, man, it, it's, it's really, it's, um, uh, it's what was it? What did 
what do they say? Like the the whole like Yoda thing. There's no try, just oh, do. do do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, there is no try, and it's just like that's and I that's actually one of the things like I write down in my gratitude. Like I said, like there's only do, mm-hmm. um, because you've got to take those, and it starts with those little steps, and you've got to keep taking it, and it's it's like, it, and and I don't say it like. Oh, that's so easy. It's got to do it. But you know, sometimes you have to push people to do that. And sometimes you have to push yourself to do it. And it's because you're moving yourself out. Because that, that stagnant energy is so thick. It's so mm-hmm. thick and it weighs us down and it's so heavy. But that light energy of like that, you know, happiness of accomplishment and stuff like that, it's, it's such a light, fluid energy. And we just don't know how. To, and we, you know, it's pushing people out of that stuck, heavy, thick energy to get them to just do absolutely um and whether that's through exercise whether that's through sex whether that's through spirituality or whatever it's like i know because i've been there i've been like where all i could do was like lay on the couch until i had like a session you know and stuff Mm -hmm. like that where it's like i had so much weighing me down in life and i was in that bog i was like god how did i and that all i could do was like i would just get on and i would like listen to like law of attraction stuff or listen to all these spiritualists to try to get me out of this like funk i was in and and it really is it takes a lot of work to push through but if you can somehow commit yourself to just pushing through that knowing that that's eventually you're going to look at your life a few years later and go wow my life's really fucking changed right absolutely and it's just moving through that stagnancy yeah and it's um and it's kind of like you know we you talked about move like and it's funny because i think like we talk about like moving and working out is something that I I've really heard the past. I was going to say like probably two years, but even during the pandemic, like, like working out is one of the things that like, I didn't really think I, it's like, to me, I'm like, Oh, that's so simple and true. Why didn't I always think of that? Like as like a problem where working out is always comes across like a chore or exercise is mm-hmm. a chore or a punishment. And it's like, no, it should be fun and enjoy it. Like, but we portray it like, well, you, you know, you had some Oreos go work out like, like yeah. same on you. And it's like, no, it should be something fun. And, and like you, you know, that, that's what it is. It's just moving. It's just movement. Like, it's not like a chore, or like, you know, like a disciplinary action for eating something you quote unquote shouldn't have eaten. Yeah. Oh, I get that. I get that 100%. Like, I just went, like, it, like, because I noticed, like, a big difference in my mood, like, when the gyms opened up for, like, two weeks here out in LA, and I did, and then it shut down, I was like, fuck, I was like, I can't handle this, because I was, like, taking my dogs, like, for walks, or I kind of, I was, like, nursing a bum ankle from, like, snowboarding, and I was just like, eh, the running was kind of, like, harsh on me, it's like, fuck, I was like, I need to do something, um, it was just the constant of running, the pounding, like, was harder on my ankle, and then finally, like, I came across like a crossfit gym that was doing stuff outside and i was like uh i'm gonna go jump i'm gonna go jump on that and it made a big difference because i was just like and and, you know and it was like you know even if people were like not necessarily standing close together it was still like a common ground of people pushing Mm -hmm. each other to kind of get through these workouts and it made such a huge difference absolutely such a huge difference um that was just like wow i just it made a huge difference in my mood and stuff like that and you know and i try to be like you know, even, you know, and oh man, my, I would say like my biggest struggle in life, like I'm totally like, a, I, which I've conquered a lot of, but like, you know, my heroin in life is like chocolate, <laughs> like, <laughs> cookies and cake, which is just as bad as drug as any other drug out there. Yeah. It's a really horrible, it's really horrible in our system, but we're again, we're, pro- we're like, oh, no big deal, you know, but it's still, it's so bad for our body. It's so 
fucking awful. Um, and it's definitely my advice, but you know, I, I do try to like, you know, because I want to, you know, trying to elevate myself to a higher level. So I've really been cautious of like the foods I stick in because I think about it all. It's energy flowing now. Right. And it's like, you know, with those foods that are just like, you know, higher in the, you know, like cleansing your body because you want to kind of keep that moving. doesn't mean I won't have it, you know, cheat day here and there, but like, yeah. I, but, I, but I just, but I try to think of the cause and effect. And if I want things, you know, if I want to think about everything as a moving energetic system, like, you know, what's the crap I'm sticking in my body. Hmm. That's that's very interesting. That is like it is. Um, and so because... it's just how you think about it, because when you start thinking about it, because like before, I mean, trust me, I love food. I love. I worked in fine dining restaurants. I I, I freaking love food. I just mm -hmm. love it. I do. Like I fucking love it. Um, and I still like. I didn't like. You know. I you know. I try to find like. But I also like. You know, because like when you work in like restaurants and stuff like that, it's about the experience and the food tells a story. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's all this thing and it's, you know, social that's wrapped around it. And I love all that. I like, love like really cool food shows too. But it's just like, you know, and, and there's stuff that you can do within a, within a healthy manner. But like, I try to like now, I'm like, okay, like this is the cause and effect. I try to look at it as an energetic flow. Like, how does it affect me? But then how can I still meet my needs of like wanting that really good food? So I just try to like look at it in different ways. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's kind of like for you finding that balance because you're not yeah. saying like deprived and never have like chocolate ever again, but it's it's making sure like it's is it just like all right? Because I guess honestly, like, and I'm I'm a thicker guy, like you know, and so it is like that emotional thing. Like when I kind of go into like I'm just gonna have some cereal or ice cream or whatever. But, like, not, like, just, like, have some, like, once and be, like, be okay. But when it's, like, a cocktail. Oh, no, I would eat the whole thing. Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah. like, well, what am I searching for on the inside that I'm looking at at, mm -hmm. the, at the bottom of this ice cream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess pint. I'm a quarter. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say what's oh not going to be the most embarrassing. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't matter. I, it's a, like I like I am one of those people. Like if you give me that, I like like that's what I'm saying. Like like I mean, again, I like curb so much of it, but like I could eat a cake in a whole sitting. Like oh yeah, eat, like you know, a couple dozen donuts and like I like I, that would be my meal for a day. Like and when I lived out in Austin, Texas, I would run the whole week. So Sunday, I could go buy two dozen donuts. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, and that's what I lived off of. That was like my like that's like not good. Like that's a lot of freaking sugar um, racing no. through your system, you know? Uh, so, I mean, I don't do that anymore, but I was like, but I, but my point is like, and, 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 you know, that's a stress mechanism too. And that's an anxiety mechanism. And right. When you start to right. And when you start to understand like the breakdowns of the, the, the system and, and then also the emotions tied to it and the energetic like levels. And like, I didn't even like, it's like somebody was like uh, listening to somebody on something quantum physics and they talk about the food and like, the the free radicals that go in and and like so if you had like a, a fried thing so the free radicals go in and what they do is the molecule goes and attacks like the food that like that's a whole food and takes some of the energy source to it because it's missing a molecule to be breaking down so you're basically so you're basically stealing from yourself the energy from yourself so when you start to like break down and understand things in a different format like you're like oh okay like it makes sense. Do I want to do that to myself? Do I want to like stuff? Right. Do I need more energy for this or whatever. And then you just try to find like, you know, uh, you try to like turn your body into a different system. Is that so? It's a, maybe it's like a chicken and egg thing for you personally. Like, 
are like does like the knowledge and like help you become more disciplined or would you say yeah you're for a, me i would think so a pretty so like disciplined person and the knowledge um, just you know like i can have really strong willpower i can but you know like too it's like you know like oh gosh what is it like i i've been struggling with like this like 12 to 15 pounds of weight um but there's a whole other things that go into it like i had a copyright deed with me like i went through a really stressful divorce all the things the cortisone levels hormone imbalances so i have to really look at my system in a different way so i don't rely a lot on doctors like i i've dealt with naturopaths and stuff like that too because like you just don't know what's truly all affecting your system um and it could be even like just emotions of you not feeling really worthy enough you know yeah. and so i've been like going in and trying to break that down and that's why i'm like getting a lot of into really into like the whole meditation thing and really understanding because you can reprogram yourself through the meditation and, and heal like things within your body so i was like okay well i need there's like obviously something that i need to like conquer and heal and you know what and, and it just boils down to like, I want to keep as healthy as a body because I want to jump off as many things as possible right. <laughs> and, do, and travel the world and do all this adrenaline junkie stuff. So I got to freaking take care of myself. Um, but yeah, so I just was like, okay, there's just so much more. And it really like, again, it boils down to like, you know, we think all the information that we were given is like, we just assume for nothing, you know, we don't really research it and make the decision that's best for ourselves. And, you know, and, and there's all these like, um, statistics of how people are going in and like healing their bodies like you know because like they just don't accept their beliefs mm. you know the doctor's like oh no you're dying this and that they're like yeah no i don't accept that and they'll go in and like they'll heal heal their body through certain meditative practices um and so i was just kind of like you know i just there's just a you know certain life i i, I want to try to you know live for myself and uh you know, fuck everything else. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just going to try and like, you know, figure this out. And like the, the main thing, like I always hate is like, I hate being like, um, like exhausted. Like, you know, and yes. not, everybody hate, everybody hates being exhausted. I mean, that sounds so stupid to say. No, I know what but you mean like, though. But like, you know, some people will, you know, like, like, I like, like I'm one of those people I think would, you know, um, alcohol has never really been like a huge thing huge thing for me like i do like wine and stuff like that but i think it's because i don't really like being hungover. so i mm -hmm. guess that's like an example like yeah, just same. like oh like i freaking like dragging myself like i just hate that like sluggish feeling there's a difference between just being like tired because you've worked out really hard and there's a difference between just being eternally exhausted because like systems in your body no, is, like um... it's breaking down i think that's that's a big difference and so i hate that i hate feeling like that what one of that's the, why i always ate sugar <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was one of the motivators because i you know i want to say like probably like in, oh like seven years ago i had got motivated i lost like 60 pounds and one of the things that i saw was what you said where i'm like even not because obviously you get when like all right you you worked out or you you played a game of pickup basketball and you're sore and tired but i was like you know i'm just running errands and it's and I was like, these are errands that like I need to do slash I I want to do, but I'm tired of like running errands, and I'm like yeah. I'm sluggish just like doing like oh I got to go you know take my car to car you know to the shop and have it looked at and or I got to then I'm going like, to meet up feels like such a drag yeah it's to like, like oh. meet up with a friend and I'm like oh this is, I would say I'm like 
what's going on do i not want to talk to this person like no but not like going to their house no and then it was like no i'm just sluggish yeah Yeah. i'm drained and it's nothing with them or what we're we're just gonna go hang out and and catch up and watch movies or something but i'm like i feel tired and it's like a, a ordeal and i'm like they don't even live really far it's like a 20 minute drive like why am i doing this to myself and that was like a big push, so I totally get it because that got me to be like, I don't want to have a day like a weekend when I'm running errands and I'm exhausted, like you know, yeah. when I'm done, like yeah. You know. I mean, and there's a difference between like you're like, okay, I'm just not in the mood. I want to spend a little bit of time, or right? And there's a difference between being like, oh my god, I'm so freaking drained. I just I can't fucking handle it. I can't handle anything. Um, and 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 that's what it kind of comes down to. But see, you see how you kind of moved yourself out of that stagnation. You moved yourself out of that stagnation, and then mm-hmm. you like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And again, it boils down, you know, comes it, you know, full circles around. It's like it's just that energy flow. So like, I just kind of keep wanting, I I want to keep my energy up. I want to flow as much as possible. And I just I want to see, you know, because it's like we create our own reality. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, everything's like this show for us. And so I was like, okay, you know, you, you've had people who have lost everything and all of a sudden they're like on top because you do literally have the capability of creating your own things. True. So, and that's where I talk about like, you know, harnessing like the power within the sex and the orgasm and stuff like that, because you're at that euphoric level, right? Same as within kink and stuff like that. You shed it, all that stuff. You're vibrating at a higher level. You feel lighter. Now you're in a, now you're in like this, a theta, they're in a state of being able to accomplish more. So you're harnessing that energy and you're utilizing it. So if we can kind of keep pushing ourselves to be on that state, that's via exercise, that's via the food we put in it, that's via the sex and, you know, whatever, kink and fetish. We start utilizing that. We can start to manifest and literally create the, the reality that we want for ourselves. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. And those were that's where all those things start to kind of um, lay in line, and that's what starts, and that what boils down to like the beginning of things, you know, taking care of ourselves, what fills our cup, right? Mm-hmm. So even going back to like how you take care of your body, it's like you're filling your cup because you're putting yourself at a higher vibrating level to be able to create the reality that that you want within that zone. No, this is wow, this so fascinating and inspiring because it's the it's the truth, like. And even finding, like, you know, I'm glad you said it. Um, like, there's a difference of, like, it's okay to be like, you know what, I am tired or don't feel like doing yeah. X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to not do it and just relax or do something different. Yeah, of course. That's, like, yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's, like, if sometimes people, you know, I think we're talking about it more, but we, as a society, we have to talk more, like, way more about it, like, like, that's okay to be like, like to rest, to say, I don't feel like doing this right now. That's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. That's really a lot of times your body telling you something like, hey, maybe slow down or take a break. To like doesn't mean like forever you're not going to do it. Like, even with the gym, like I remember when yeah. I lost the way I was going every day. And I remember my, my dad was like, you know, you're, you're making a choice. You should just, you know, relax, like go with the flow. And I'm like, I'm going to go lose this weight. And like he was right. But then like I did burn out. Like, I mm-hmm. lost the weight, but I was, like, pfft. I just, like, was done. And I didn't wind up going for, like, a couple months because yeah. I just burned out. And, and like, having to learn that balance of it, like, it's, it's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But this was an incredible conversation. 
Honestly, it was so cool. Thought it was gonna go. I I I always try to. This is what happens when you start off with a really great intro. This this is beyond (laughs) that. This this is what happens. This is what happens when you have a a great guest, and you have a host who is like wanting to listen to the guest. This is what happens. So it starts with you being a great guest. Thank you. Because this, you're, this, great, you're great as well. This, this takes two. It's an energy exchange. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is, yeah, I always try to go in open-minded and try to like listen because like you want to hear the, the journey, but it was just such like, so cool to hear like, because I, I am interested in and believe in that too. Like, just like we create that, our, our realities and it's not how much you have in the bank account or like how big your house is or how many cars or, you know, keep it up with the Joneses. It's you create that. And we do have that power. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so no, that's so cool. And I have a feeling you said you have two evolve fight matches coming up like this. Week. Yeah. I, yeah. I see it two and oh, two and oh. <laughs> oh, I think like one, like she's doing a little bit different and it's like, so it's going to be multiple people. Um, oh, so it'll be cool. interesting to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And then, then yeah, but I, I know, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go for both of them. Yeah, let's do it. Let's I, do it. I believe. I believe. And then I think after yeah. this, I think that rematch with Nathan, and I see you avenging that loss. I, <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I just like the end result. <laughs> oh yeah, but this time the end result, you get to decide how it goes more. You'll get to be in charge. I I have no, like, qualms about that one. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I do need to take some jujitsu, though. (laughs) No, he... (laughs) I hear... No, that's really... Because he's someone I kind of... I, in the future, wouldn't mind talking to. Because he's... Oh, yeah. He's a great person. Yeah. He's a a, a good human. He's a really good human. Really good human. So, I think you... I think think uh, that would be a really good one for you. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But I, I... which I should say this. Most importantly, I, I said two and zero, oh, but I see it all just being a great time for you. So, however yeah. that result is, I think you're gonna obviously bring the great energy, and whoever you're with will bring that great energy, and it'll be great, and it'll come yeah. through like everything else you do. For sure. Well, yeah, it was really a pleasure meeting you. Yes, yes, definitely. Great. And Thank I, you so much for having. And me. I am dead serious. Once, um, you know, some things. I guess that with this pandemic, I we've been through so much, but I'm seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I am always down not only to be your hype, man, that's a given, but I will definitely be jumping off of some yeah. things with you. All right. I'm a little crazy. Hey, I'm down. I am down. I, I might have a screw loose or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've made it, you've made it this far. So I, I, you've done something right. Or, you know, you say that now. That's true. <laughs> Uh, either way it'll be it'll be memorable and as long as they scare the shit out of you my job is done oh yeah yeah and that's not hard that's not hard you'll you'll get that you'll get that right away that'll be very easy you'll you'll get that you'll you'll achieve that goal very quickly (laughs) but this was awesome this was awesome and Thank you. Yeah, it was a really good talk. For the one and only Domina 
Helena Locke. I am D Rock. Thank you guys for listening to the After Hours Sessions podcast. Peace. <laughs>